Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am J-A-M-E-S, and we got the squad (laughs) in the building. Well, at least we got some of the squad, man, kind of working with a skeleton crew. It's only three uh, of us today. (laughs) Hey, hey, Love, Love, you you hear that? That that didn't sound like Julian, bro. What was that? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Different. Way too positive. <laughs> well, since I can't really throw it to myself off top, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start with Cat and Petty, man, because he already. Now, there now, we dang, go. I know it's just a few of us, but uh, what you watching, man? I know you got something on the list. I let before I get into that. Let me just say, I am a little upset that it took you actually having to open the show for me to finally be the first person <laughs> <laughs> that it gets thrown. So I, I'll take that back. Julian thrown it to me first a couple of times. I know. But I, I was, off, but I was, I was actually expecting you to go live. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I was hoping that a little bit of petty would come out of you. I'd have been proud of it, honestly. <laughs> but man, you already know what I'm watching. Winning time, bro. That last episode yeah, of winning time from last. I haven't watched this week yet because it's, it came out today, but yeah. last week's episode, man, when they finally started putting some basketball in the show, yeah, them passes they was throwing and the oops and stuff, man, I was <laughs> getting so size. I saw, I saw, <laughs> feeling like face. I was eight again, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. I got, I know I said it before, but that's probably the one of the best shows on TV right now. Like when it ends, I literally am like, dang, wish I could just finish. This right, <laughs> right. Uh, you, you ain't getting no argument from me. You see, I got yeah. the Lakers shirt on today, bro. I'm all in the winter time. <laughs> Did y'all know that that was Norm? Uh, his son. Yeah, yeah. I no, did. I So yeah, like uh, John actually sent me a link of him uh-huh. because he actually in Snowfall as well. And oh, I was word. like, "Oh, that's his. That's his son. His name is Norm Nixon Jr." Yeah. <laughs> I noticed the resemblance. Like, oh, that was good casting. But I yeah. left it at that. I didn't I think it was, it was his good son. Casting, so if you if you ever watch the uh, the post show, every episode, if you let it run, it'll oh, show. Okay. It'll automatically start the post show on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And they interview the the dude playing Magic Johnson is on every post show episode so far. But Norm Nixon been on the last two, or Norm Nixon Jr. Excuse me, has been on the last two. And with the first one he was on, he said <laughs> the one thing my dad always said before when we was about to start recording the show is, "Don't make me look too crazy." <laughs> he, said, he said. He said. And my response right. to my dad was, "But dad, I've seen you with these furs." I was, I was, I actually see this stuff still in the closet. You were this crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, tripping. I ain't even like think about the post show. I ain't watched none of them shows, so I gotta go back. Oh, you know, I'm all in. I'm watching everything they got up there about it. All right, my man, Love, man, what you got? I'm still watching your joint from. So if, if anybody that's interested in a kind of strange sci fi show, it's, it's slowed down. It's, you know, it's not as action packed as the very yeah. first episode, but it's still kind of, kind of good because I'm just curious what the hell is going on. But what you got going on, man? Good, man. It's just weird that it's just three of us. Like, we like three, <laughs> three LW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm in danger then. I'm going to be the one. The dark skin yeah, girl always get kicked off. You, you, you are definitely, yeah, you, you are notorious. <laughs> right. And you got to carry the whole group. At, at, least, at, least, at least I got a good future with me after y'all kick me out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we own. could be LSG. Nah. 
Do you got your own power yet? You showed up in Tariq's jump, but you ain't you ain't get your own show yet. She she got she got that joint and she in another show. Um she oh, got the joint with Brandy that's, and, that's and Eve. Yep, yeah. On ABC. Yeah. And she 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 kind of did her thing in Notorious as Lil' Kim. People yeah. was kind of you know, no, that's what she, she did a great job. That's when yeah. they first was like, oh, she can act. Yeah. Because before that, I don't think she acted too much. So does that mean I'm gonna jump with the lisp? <laughs> one, one of y'all gotta go to the view right. <laughs> or the talk or whatever it's called that's James I am the one with the list <laughs> hey ain't she Nas cousin though I don't know man but she's the least successful out of all of them. <laughs> using that cuzzo money man Nas right. probably giving her a stipend <laughs> hey man I guess we just gonna get into it cause like I don't know if anybody didn't watch it but if you ain't see it live, I know y'all seen the clips, man. What y'all think about our boy Will at the Oscars? And and next week, everybody listen, because we're going to review Bel Air. So it's almost interesting that, you know, he, he's, he's got Bel Air going. He just wrote this book, A Bunch of Red Table Talks. And we talked about Will before. Um, but, man, this is probably the most volatile I've ever seen Will Smith and to do it on the national stage, which is crazy. I don't know about y'all, but did y'all? I didn't think it was real at first. I was like, yeah. this, where's, I thought it was where's fake. the joke? I, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely thought it was fake at first. I think, Loft, you uh, you originally was talking about it. I hadn't seen it, but Loft was like, I can't believe what I just saw. In the <laughs> yeah, group, I was in the group, it live. So yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm writing in the chat, like hoping somebody else saw it live because I initially probably wasn't going to watch the Oscar. But then I was like, no, nah, yeah. I got to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm watching it live and I see it happen and I'm like, so when I started typing is when I realized it wasn't. So that's when I started uh, <laughs> trying to see who else was with me and having saw or, or witnessed. It. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, just jumping in the first impressions, like I thought it was fake. And, and so let me tell you the way the actual production response from the Oscars was really like sort of people scrambling. So they put it yeah. on mute. Yep. And yeah. then Chris Rock was just standing there. Yeah. And then that it is. skipped. Like they yep. had cut something. So I look at my wife and I'm like, this is <laughs> because if we if we being honest, it's Chris Rock and Will Smith. They're the type to do something yeah. Yeah. corny like that, where it's just a joke and yeah. it just like makes everybody laugh a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they both they both can be goofballs at times. And we've seen the Oscars and other award shows do these sort of scripted, you right. know, choreographed situations on stage yeah uh you know a lot of those clips have been floating around we saw sean wayans at one point <laughs> had people come beat him up as chris rock oh yeah so this this BT stuff awards. happens yeah like this yeah. type of stuff does get choreographed and scripted into these war shows at times so i was like okay and then yeah. i was like nah this is real yeah, yeah i was and in then, straight i was in straight denial yeah, even even hoping, after man. even afterwards, when I saw that Will, you know, Will walked back to his uh, seat with the cow, uh, the Wild Wild West walk with his hand on his <laughs> on his holster, right? <laughs> I was like, nah, this Joe ain't no way he walked away like that. Chris Rock just stood there. That Joe is fake. Yep. And then I got the clip from overseas, yep. but <laughs> I was without the edit. Me. Yeah, once I heard Will was like yelling in that Joe cussing, I was yeah. like. Oh, yeah, nah, lot, nah, yeah, this on live real. TV, like yeah. with, with you know the FCC and stuff, and yeah. 
like what got it for me too is even even Chris Rock was like he, Will Smith just snapped the shit out of me and I was like oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like this is the was, best night of television history <laughs> it was so awkward and so over the top man and it, and it kind of takes away from Will Packer and like this being the first black production it does. we have like yeah. you know Oscar so white and all that stuff going on and here we come man <laughs> you invite like, James to the me and my wife literally before that uh-huh. were like yo this is Oscar so black. Like I had no idea Will Packer Y'all didn't know it. how. So we were like, man. I didn't they know really, that either. I, I thought they, they was placating to us so yeah. that that didn't happen. Oscar's so white again. They right. just wanted yeah. to make sure people of color were so represented and so yep. featured and highlighted. And I was like, okay, that's not a bad thing, even though it's somewhat responsive. Yeah. I was still happy with what I was seeing. And I right. felt like it celebrated a lot of us in a way that was dope. I just felt like they were doing it a little too much, not knowing Will Packer was the reason. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, but so yeah, it man, was it, a it was a it was a good night up until that point. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and the, the downside is is um, Quest Love was right after that too, right? They, yeah. Chris Rock right. was up there to announce Quest Love's award. Yeah, I think. so it yeah. literally, yeah. and I know you know Will saw red and he flipped out, but man, he unintentionally stole the shine from somebody like. Quest Love, his, his Philly homeboy too. So much yeah. to the culture, man, and is like you know a, a good representative of music and black culture and yeah, you know, everybody too. like yeah. Quest Love, man. He's yeah. on Jimmy Kimmel's show, you know, for him to win the Oscar for best documentary, and literally, like nobody was talking about that even after he went up to take his award. Everybody was like, "What's going on?" Will is still there, and the Oscars kind of dropped the ball with that too, man. Like, I know he's Will Smith. And I know they probably knew that he was going to win Best Actor, but they probably should have took him off the front row. But in hindsight, I think everybody was in panic and nobody wants to be the person to make the decision to send security or the police Mm -hmm. to remove Will Smith. You know what I mean? That could impact your career. You know, again, I will know Will behind the scenes. Everybody says he's a really nice guy. and He, He could get Captain Petty on you. (laughs) <laughs> and and I, I, I wanted to take a moment. And the reason why I think that was even possible is because we got to give Chris Rock credit for how yeah. he handled it. Most the way Chris Absolutely. Rock handled it is even why people were confused that it wasn't real. Yeah. Or that it was real. And also because the amount of composure and poise that he showed to sort of continue the show and not like do what most of us would have instinctually done, which is to fight back. Yeah. Like all of that was like, I was in disbelief at how he handled that situation. Yeah, so, and so I think that's another reason why the, it gave the Oscars an ability to just say, can we just make this like sort of like go away and yeah. not really make he it even worse like than what it was? And to speak to how he handled it, I watched this video of a dude who reads body language and human behavior, and he broke down everything that Will and Chris rock did and like some of the things that people were saying about like if it was real he wouldn't have had his hands behind his back and leaned forward it was almost like he was inviting him to smack him in the face and if it was real will smith wouldn't have just like smiled when he walked away and all that stuff and he literally addressed all of that stuff and why that doesn't negate the fact that this is something that was really going on and really happened he he talked about the with like chris rock leaning forward he was like when you're on stage you you notice performers a lot of times when they're on stage they'll put their hand up and lean forward to try and see what's ahead of them because of the lights being so bright and he was like 
but Chris Rock being a consummate professional, being a, a comedian that is on the stage alone a lot by himself, he never puts his hand up because he knows his face is what sells it, his expressions and stuff. So he's used to keeping his hands down below his waist and not, you know, obstructing the view of him. And when he looked like that, when he put his face forward, he was looking to see what was going on. He's probably trying to see Will's face to yeah. see if this is about to be a joke. Is he coming to say something funny? Is, exactly. he, is he mad? Because it's the Oscars. Yeah. Nobody, especially, and it's Will Smith. Like nobody right. yeah. expects to be assaulted by one of the biggest actors names or, in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if you are literally always getting physically abused by your spouse. You are not gonna think Will Smith's walking up the hill. Yeah, like <laughs> after you, a joke, you are and, not gonna and, flinch. You're gonna think Will Smith is coming. Will didn't jump up. Crazy I don't know if my he wife. Laughed. And then he came up. So I think Chris was probably thinking like, okay, here we go and do a little goofy. Oh, yeah, I got you in the headlock. And I think Chris had a mic on. He didn't have a microphone. Yeah, he didn't. He had a mic on his so lapel. I think yeah. he actually was like, Will is going to say something funny. Let me lean forward so that yeah. he can be heard on my mic. Yeah, that's true, too. And even I, I still say he might need to take some self-defense training, though. That slap wasn't that, that fast. Hold on. <laughs> we, we, we got joined by another group member. John Kernathan has joined us. We are no longer 3LW. We are now <laughs> probably Destiny's Child. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show, Michelle Williams. <laughs> I guess Keep I, I gotta... my name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? What's up, man? man? Glad I'm man what you, what you think about old brother Will? And his oh his his goodness, assault, man. Because I guess we, I mean, we downplaying it, man. And I know it's a lot of background and psychological analysis. So I'm glad you're here because <laughs> people are saying. I mean, it's funny. I seen video uh, interviews where he talking about the old like Tupac and Jada and how that like affected him. Like Will has been pretty honest with some of this stuff. But mm-hmm. man, what's your thoughts on Will Smith's behavior and I guess that assault? Uh, I, well, I can't judge what's going on in his head. Obviously, I can, I can. Oh, say I, I will. You say that for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, but I will say I, I did watch the uh, interview with Will Packer, and he mentioned that, um, obviously at the time they asked Will to 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 remove himself, and he declined to leave. Yeah. And because Chris Rock was backstage, they had law enforcement spoke with him, and obviously um, uh, he said to law enforcement, "No, I don't want to press charges. I'm gonna just get out of here. I, I got any time to process this or whatever. Um, don't don't make it any worse because obviously with live TV, you got right. you know you don't have that plan. And if you come out there yeah. and cause a commotion and make a scene, and then we'll break yep. bread with law enforcement." You really got something going on on live TV, you know, like yep. a, a scene from Joker that we really don't necessarily want to have going down. And so I think a lot of that was just, you know, we got to kind of roll with it, and make it happen. So, again, to Lost point, um, I applaud just the behavior that that Chris Rock showed in the reserve from for not responding to it. Um, you know, obviously, we can all think about what's going on in, in Will's head, why he responded the way that he did. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I guess he's issued an apology and he said he wanted to remove himself from the Oscars now. So I don't know. He resigned. Means, yeah. He's Official resigned, time. which means yeah. I guess his, his none of his movies can go up, be awarded. I don't does know anybody, how that works. Does, does, does anybody know what that means? So you, the, the way the Academy, and I think most of those award shows, you have to actually join the Academy and then put your films up for consideration. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, then they'll send them the actors and actors to say, okay, yeah, you have been 
uh, place in final consideration. And then when they uh, a month or so before the award show, however long it is, then they'll say what, who the final nominees are. So they actually have to join the Academy to be considered for awards. Oh, um, and I think it's the same thing for the uh, the, the music uh, joints, too. I think it's the, the, the same process. The Grammys. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so I think what he's saying is, you know, I put a blemish that, that people have been suspended before. So I think he was thinking since they said they're still investigating that, that eventually this, you know, the suspension was going to come or something five years or whatever it, it may mm-hmm. be. So I think he just recused himself so he didn't even have to you know, keep dealing with it, keep waiting for it. And, you know, he, he got a lot going on in his head. He entangled all over the place. So it's, yeah. it's, see, it's a see, lot of... So sort of like a NCAA when a school will say, all right, we know we have infractions. We're going to self-punish right, right. before you go in and do your thing just to make it uh, sort of visibly like go away a little bit sooner or yeah. keep it a and, little bit more hush And I think that helps Will save a little face. Like I'm sure in hindsight, yeah. he probably, if, if, he was thinking clearly should have apologized to rock like right off the bat At, on of, stage. Yeah. Publicly, and then, you know, yeah. doing it later kind of hurt. Um, but, and, and even again, like we were talking about Chris rock, like I keep forgetting about this being like the first black produced, you know what I mean? So yeah. he probably knows the effort that, uh, Will Packer and stuff put into this and didn't, like you said, want to make the situation worse. Like literally and Chris, Chris rock love, was up to get his award. Sam Jackson yeah. um, got an honorary uh, Oscar at, at this thing, man. Like it was just so much going on and coming off that Oscar's so white. You know what I mean? We finally yeah. had the Oscar so black, like Love said. And, and Chris Rock has hosted before too. So he yeah. he probably has a little better purview of what's going on behind the scenes than other yeah. people who haven't had that role. And they all yeah. folks, he actually did feel bad for like um, Regina Hall and um, uh, Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes. Cause he's been there before, and, and yeah. their jokes, their jokes were kind of going over pretty well too. You know what I mean, yeah. as far as Oscars go. So I think he even felt bad for that. Oh, but, on that sure. but on that note, I, I, oh, go ahead, Dan. I was just about to. He mentioned the jokes going over well. I was about to say the best joke of the night was when Amy Schumer came back after the Spider Man joint and was like, uh, "I was <laughs> yeah. in back trying to take off my Spider Man outfit. What happened?" Right. That joint was funny. That was funny. Um, but yeah, on that note, like I just felt like this incident was so polarized. It, yeah, that it really was a was. surprise to me. Like, it was so many people that literally took polar positions on it. And it was like, just this completely unthoughtful, like, defense of what Will did and making it a simple reaction to that. And then, like... Or they made him the Joker. Or <laughs> made, made Will, like, a serial terrorist. killer where yeah. he literally was a terrorist trying to, like, you know, destroy civilization. And I just felt like, for me, I was, like, way more in the middle. Like, I felt like this was a complicated issue, and it never just sort of excused what Will did. But I immediately took... I related to it a little bit because I know how passionate and strongly I feel about defending women in my life and women that I love, particularly my wife. And I don't know about y'all, but I felt like Chris Rock's joke was in poor taste. And it was a joke that I thought was like triggering. I just would never think it would lead to somebody doing like physical assault. Right. So so I, I guess from my perspective, I thought his joke was very minimal. I didn't think like even my mother called me after the fact and was like, uh-huh. I didn't even think his joke was offensive. 
he could have been saying she was beautiful. I think her head is beautiful like that. And G.I. Jane is a great movie. Why is that so offensive to to them? So I think that's a matter of perspective. And yeah. then the fact that, you know, it came out that he wasn't the one that wrote the joke. And that supposedly, we don't know if this is true or not, he didn't know that she had alopecia until after the fact. If, if that's the case, I, I, it's even more minor of a, of an infraction and um, but you also you don't know if she has cancer either there are things you don't know and yeah. so that's why i but, think when you, but you the, go up somebody's appearance right it, you, yeah. you kind of you gotta know it's gonna land but this or, ain't the first time she's been this ain't the first time she's been bald so that's the problem me, yeah. me personally i would not have thought that this is it, it be, because will and jada put all their business out there yeah I would not have thought that this was a reoccurrence of cancer if it wasn't cancer the first time. Yeah. Now that may have been a bad assumption. And mm -hmm. so we can definitely say that it could have been a bad assumption on his part. And, and, and I won't disagree with you at all on that, but just bringing up that name, he didn't even, he didn't even specifically say with your bald head. He right. just said, Jada, can't wait to see you on G.I. Jane 2. No, yeah, yeah I, I think, think it just doesn't help, too. This is probably just a culmination of other things. You know, not necessarily this specific joke about Jada, but he probably just was fed up. I'm tired of people. Oh, Will. Yeah, oh, no, like, no, like, Will, 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 Will so didn't go up saying, there because of the joke. We, if, yeah, if, but if we, what we are also gonna, doesn't help Jada is that as far as alopecia goes, like, she looked like hers is not bad like that's actually severe, yeah. like she looked good man See, like that's what i'm saying good. that's like, what i'm her, saying we can't never stay on chris good. rock her for long before you go to before you go to will was wrong yeah no nah, no nah, i don't think will was well, well, chris, no chris so rock that's will, why i'm will saying was wrong but with anything right. anytime you do an act whether it's a crime whether if it, even if it's something heinous man there's always a backstory and you never know what people are going through it doesn't excuse the act but it does give you some room for empathy and I think there's yes. enough room and Will should have enough social collateral because even in the midst of all this, I still haven't heard, heard maybe you have, but I heard like a lot of comedians, even like uh, white comedians like Burt Kreischer and, and Rogan and stuff like everybody has good stories about Will, the kid that he helped for Bel Air. Um, like everybody is saying great things about him. You know, now's the time where people usually come out and be like, well, you know, Will always been, yeah, you know what I mean? True. But it seems like this was kind of like a, a, a isolated incident. But I guess what I'm trying to do is just say, like, it's hard to have this conversation a lot of times and multiple times that I've had it when I just try to say, I just want to say that I thought Chris Rock's joke was kind of a little bit of poor choice. Yeah. And they you know, go to, well, he didn't deserve to get. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's a but separate conversation. Is, but Chris Rock's like having it, that. But Chris Rock a, saying that joke. Is to me similar to joning on or talking about Chadwick Boseman when he was skinny and making a skinny joke. We didn't know, none of us knew what was going on. Yeah. If Lizzo still, was sitting in the front row, yeah, she a celebrity. Right. Yeah, she makes herself, and that's what the Oscars do, and comedians can make jokes and roast people. She's a, she should be used to this. She's always been big. It still would not be the type of joke that I think would necessarily be something you can't empathize with as being right. hurtful. Yeah, and it's poor taste. Um, but that's kind of what jokes are, and that's what Chris Rock does. Like, if this was on a basketball court or at a dinner, you know what I mean? Like something right. face to face. Like, yeah. it's almost when you knew, like, because if it wasn't Chris Rock, it might have been Amy Schumer. She's known to do that sort of thing. You know, Wanda, like somebody was going to yeah. say something, and like we said, Ricky Gervais went hard 
um, he did. on these awards before. So if, and Ricky Gervais said that he would he would have went harder than Chris yeah. Rock against Will and Jada. Yeah, and I'm not even uh, mad. Like it's just kind of like the setting. And, like I just didn't expect at the Oscars, man. This is like literally he. We're talking about Will Smith's actions when we should be talking about that he finally got recognized yeah, for best actor. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. the stage and the setting, just man, he should have either in but his speech any- addressed it and just said, you know, said, hey, you know, my wife has alopecia. You know, like he could have made Rock look very bad just in his words, man. He's real articulate and he could have, you know, devised something real quick and put him on blast because he was going to go up there or yelled from his seat. But I think I think he wanted his moment to be to 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 the to the effect that it could stand on its own. He yeah. wanted his speech to just be about that moment, which I think well, is a ain't. little bit <laughs> it, 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 it it's somewhat self-serving, but I think it also was just his deci- decision at the time. Yeah, I, I don't really want to think think he got emotional. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just speak to why I sort of want people to understand what this moment is for me. Um and and you know, again, I I get the comedian thing and, and the jokes are what they are. Uh, but I also recognize that there's just a lot of stuff with that joke in that context that just bothered me personally. Yeah. Like one, <clears throat> I think, I think it's a thing to me to, to, to make jokes about black people and white company. Maybe that's not fair, but I think there's a certain space where I'm like, why even joke about Jada? And the joke wasn't funny to me. It was, it's, it's a joke, right? I get it. But it wasn't like good enough of a joke that I got to get this off. It was like, why pick at Jada all of a sudden off rip? Well, he talked about, about he talked about a white couple right before he went to them. So that wasn't like the only people they talked about. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah, just it, picking Jada was like, weird. You feel like if they, if they came to Chris Rock's comedy show and none of this ever happened the, the week later and he had told the same joke, it would have been okay in that in that setting. No, I don't. I, I I personally just again I think there's an issue with joking about people's appearance and things like that that could be sort of a sensitive topic. So you you know related comedy about. show you ain't been to a comedy okay. show where they just start roasting people in the audience. Did you hear what I just said? I you, said if it has something to do with their health, like that's, how would they know that? How would he know that? Know yeah. You don't. That's kind of my thing is like when a comedian does what they do and go yeah. down, go down the road of I'm a fry or roast everyone in the front row. Yeah. You run that risk. And guess what else risk you run? How many videos have we seen somebody security. coming up there being like, I will knock your ass out. Like Not that many. happens too. Oh, I've seen, I've seen it a lot. Get there. I just seen it with um DC Young Fly. He was, he was talking about somebody and he ended up knocking the the dude out, out. <laughs> but people get offended when you do that you could go up there and tell jokes and make everybody laugh talk about people in general but if i start pointing at people in the crowd and making you the point of my comedy now i run the risk of hurting you and you don't know how people respond it's not justifying a reaction that's an overreaction but it is to say you gotta know what you're doing and once i start targeting individuals and i don't make it about just people in general now I run the risk of whatever comes from that. So when you watch the ESPYs, if you've ever watched the ESPYs, you don't laugh at all of the opening monologues for that? Because that's all they do. I don't see people talk about people's health issues but he in did, the context if he did, But if he doesn't know, but if so he doesn't know if it's a health issue. he doesn't know, I'm saying 
that's the risk you took when you talked about the person. Right, but you can't have it so both ways. About, you can't say yes, I can. you, if how? I talk about Chadwick Boseman when he's skinny, just because I don't know, it doesn't mean that I get off. I, I don't get to like not take accountability for not yeah. knowing. I can surely say right. I didn't intend. I apologize. Like I, sh- I just didn't know. But when you make jokes about individuals, about their appearance, and it could be something like that, and it actually is the truth, you actually messed up. Yeah, and, and I, I think most comedians think, would tell you that. Yeah, and I, I honestly know. think like that's the repercussion, though. Like either words come back at you, or you have to, um, you know, recant your statements, or you know, the court of public opinion. Like physical assault on a national mm-hmm. stage between yeah. two grown men is where it went too far. Like Chris yeah. Rock still right. should have been accountable, and I think he would have been fine because that's what comedians do. Like you know, Dave and them, hit. they know mm-hmm. that they're gonna touch on some touchy subjects and kind of maybe be um, polarizing right. with the things that yeah. they say. And it's intentional, yeah. but I don't think that they expect it to rise to violence, but in loss, maybe they should, maybe it's just like, you know, a com- comedy uh, is going to be like hip hop where, Hey man, you put that on a record. Kramer, be to run, Kramer run went somebody. off calling <laughs> one of his spectators and people that paid to see him do comedy. The N word right. multiple times. Right. He, he, essentially he wasn't got trying to canceled. be funny. He wasn't trying nah, to be funny. He wasn't trying he to be was, funny. How do we know that? To harm someone. How do we? Yeah, we know you that. Can hear it. But I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> but, but I'm saying. He said. He said more. 30 years or 50 years ago, you'd have been hanging from swinging from a tree. Like he wasn't yeah. trying to be funny. This yeah. is, I guess, my. I think we're all talking about what I'm saying is that context matters, right? Yeah, and when definitely. you contextualize things, there are ways to sort of understand that. You know, being a comic and just trying to be funny is not where it, that's not all it's about. Like it actually has context, too. And so when you point people out or when you say a certain type of joke or so use certain language there, it, it has meaning behind. it. And so I think that's just the nuance. I'll tell you what. David Chappelle would have never did that. joke. And you so certain that or that because what? Because I think, and, and this is not, again, I'm not trying to bash Chris Rock or say anything that he attempted to do was intentional. I'm just simply saying, I think Dave Chappelle is a lot more thoughtful about the platform, the audience, and what he's doing. And I think he's very much, he uses his platform and he's a lot smarter and he knows exactly what he's trying to say. He doesn't go up there and say, well, somebody else wrote it. Or, you know, like, He's going to make sure that his stuff is his stuff. And if someone else helps but, him write it, he's going to prove it. And he's going to say, you yeah. know what? I'm not making yeah. fun of this woman. But in Rock's defense, in he ain't said husband. nothing yet. Like, this yeah. is all stuff coming out. And, and so. Dave Chappelle also is not the type of comedian that would ever host an award show, I think. Because no, he did. That, Which one what, did what he award do? show? He just did um, one a couple years ago. A big like one. the Oscars? Oh, I'm sorry. He, he didn't host, but he had, they gave him a um, second. Uh, monologue where he yeah. did yeah he did his thing yeah. yeah i guess similar to what rock did in this one right i just man you know and, and i get it you know i think it just comes with the territory a little bit that as a comedian people aren't going to like what you say and it's funny because people look at comedy like it's your personal views all the time where sometimes it's just jokes mm-hmm. they don't really do that with actors like if you have a role or something that might be polarizing you can say somebody else wrote it i just acted i don't you know i'm was a nazi in the movie but like that separation doesn't really happen for comedians. Um, but I guess you got to own your jokes yeah. and kind of be prepared the, for the, the repercussions. Reality, but the reality for me is, is that it really wasn't even about the joke. 
It wasn't. It, th- right. This isolated joke, that's not what it was about. It, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Exactly. Will Smith. Exactly. Now, I don't even think it was for Jada. I thought it was interesting that she didn't pull Will back. My wife would Yeah, Yeah, my right. wife would have me before she let me get on that actually said that when it happened. Like she, like, she was like, if that was you, like, right. knowing you, I'd have grabbed Yes. Yeah, but, you know but, James, I mean? but James, you might have broke his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we what we were seeing was a man who had been beat up on for being the good guy for yeah. so long, taking yep. so much criticism, particularly where it comes to his wife and their marriage. Yeah, and I think he just said, man, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Is- Y'all going to stop playing with me. And yeah. I just think the moment West the Philly came out. Was it, it couldn't have been a worse moment for him to do that? It couldn't right. have been like this. This happening in a club or a nightclub or a, a, a improv somewhere mm-hmm. in an obscure little city yeah. where he watching Chris Rock. This doesn't become this big. Spectrum, it doesn't. But we don't talk about it for a week. But I so think what, it's a, it's just unfortunate that we what, saw that happen I think, in that moment. I think instead of him saying y'all gonna stop playing, he should have turned to his wife and said, "You gonna stop playing with me and address whatever's going on between the two yeah. of them in their marriage." That's bleeding over to everybody else. That's and, where that shit need to start. To be completely and, honest, and we I mean, we don't know that that's it's, not happening. Though. It's it's it, it's probably not just that, but that probably does have something, some factoring into the situation. But I I, I mentioned to y'all months ago that I listened to the audio book for Will. Yeah. If you listen to that book, and I love, I believe you said one of your family members mentioned it to you as well. If you listen to that book, he talks about some stuff in his childhood that he's always sort of had this feeling of weakness or being a coward, yeah, his own words, being a coward. And I think um, it, it stems around not defending his mother as a child in a certain yeah, situation. Yeah. So I, I think that sort of lends itself to this, trying to maybe trying to prove himself to Jada, trying to feel like something that he has felt lacking in in an area in, in his life. And, you know, all of the, yeah. the, the trials and tribulations they've had probably have him in a really bad space. To what you were saying, John, and all of that just culminated, and it's just like you said, love the, the straw that broke the camel's there, there back. Is, there is a couple layers of irony with this. One is, I think this is sort of some of what John is getting at that Jada has contributed to so much of the exposure of their sort of yes. marriage and their issues. You give the general public way too much more and way too much information for them to joke about you or for right. them to, you know, sort of become you become a target of ridicule and conversation, which really drives a lot of the success of Red Table Talk. The second part of it is Red Table Talk is all about therapy. And clearly Will needs more of that. Like Will needs to process a lot of this that would even allow him to react this way. But I want to throw a question at y'all. Have y'all ever been in a situation where y'all had to check a man for y'all wife? Oh yeah, most definitely. But you know, I guess it's a time and place for everything. And it depends on, you know, your definition of checking. Like, is it just verbal? Is it physical? Yeah, I've been fortunate. I've not had to literally get to a physical place with anybody or even yeah. close to that. But I was getting, we were getting our taxes done and the tax preparer had made a mistake. They said, come on in. We want to talk to you and look at it. So when we went in, the tax preparer was a gentleman, older gentleman. And he was looking through our taxes and we started pointing out the issue and the flaws that resulted in the IRS coming back and we owe money. And we like, we prepared, we told y'all to prepare our taxes correct. Well, at a certain point, we start talking to him. We're calm, we're cool, collective. 
Right. He started raising his voice in response to my wife and kind of like he was mad, like aggressive. And he didn't say anything disrespectful, but the tone was disrespectful to me. Right. And because I'm there, it's like, as a man, I feel obligated to address it and check him on it, which I did. Right. And that was it. It ultimately didn't even allow us to kind of continue. We had to like, basically, like we elected to leave and he just basically was in his feelings for some reason. He was just overreacting. But I felt like I was curious if y'all can relate to that feeling of a man. Like, and some people might feel like that's <laughs> disrespecting women. Like she can't handle it herself. Uh, so, I'm not that way. So my, uh, I feel you. Um, I, I'm not necessarily that way, but I think, I see both sides, you know, because I know plenty. I grew up around a bunch of strong women that would check a dude for doing something like that themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever found myself in that situation that I can think of off the top of my head with my wife, but I've been in that situation with a woman, women that I've loved, like in my family and stuff. So how long do you think your wife, and I'm not trying to make it personally about you, but don't you think after a man doing something like that to that regard, even if your wife can step up and speak for herself, because my wife, <laughs> she definitely is that. Right. But after a certain amount of incident, I feel like she no, would. No, no. Like, yeah, I agree. Well, you ain't saying no. Why yeah. you letting this man talk to me? For no, I, I agree with that. I, 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 our, our wives probably have similar temperaments when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, my, I know my wife would probably be saying something just as quickly as I would. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see, why I'm, why I'm struggling with all with all of this is that Will and Jada can insulate themselves from most and all of the talk and the noise if they wanted to. They only going to allow in what they allow in, and that's just part of the reason why I'm like people spend too much time on social media reading people's yeah. comments. They don't have to subject themselves to that. They don't have to listen to the noise. They don't have to get feedback from people and take on that level of criticism. It's not even like sports where I think Westbrook getting it worse than anybody right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He in the game, the contract <laughs> say you got to stand up before the media and take these crazy questions right. and let people levy him. You, they got enough money to buffer and insulate themselves, Will and Jada, from the noise. So I don't know how this was the last straw of people getting at his wife or whatever. Who is these people? Who are they? You know what I'm saying? Like People may say crazy stuff about me and my wife. I don't even know about it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like if, if, it, not, if it's somebody, celebrity. Yeah. but that's my point. But if I'm, if I got that type of money, then I'm insulating myself from it. Why am I going to subject myself to that? Yeah, I'm so far, but it's so few, it's so few of them. It may feel like a lot of them. It's so few of them. So I think I, they, the they like, they live around my, my, in the corner of my neighborhood. Like I could just walk down the street and go knock on the door and, and tell random jokes about Jada like that. Who's around them telling these jokes yeah. that they allowing themselves to be well, subjected to? Well, what That's happens the part too that I'm not a, understanding. I'm a big Howard Stern fan, so like over the years, like once you open Pandora's box, and like it takes a lot to be like put yourself out there, like red table talk and all that, like. That's them. They're kind of bearing their souls to the world. And like you seen Howard's had divorces and stuff like that. When you get on and, you know, he did a lot more time. I think he did like four hours a day for like, you know, 30, 40 years or whatever. But after a while, man, that stuff is going to bleed over. And if you don't have a thick skin, you know what I mean? The celebrities and Will and Jada, they got egos, man. They're in a position for a reason that got them there. Like, but you James, know, so. James, I mean, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you're answering my question, but. They don't have to do red table talk. They not. But that's in what I'm saying. 
That's they don't what have to do that. Saying. They don't have to subject themselves, themselves to none to of it. that. Yeah, but this is what thing. I'm. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that they are not necessarily one and the same because there are people who are just living their lives as celebrities, and information gets out about what they're dealing with that could be very personal in nature. And then the world just feels like we get to talk about it and be crazy yeah. talking about it. Like some of the people that are comedians have said, "This is what I would have said about them." Yeah. And that's my point. Some comedians don't give a damn about whether it's tactful, whether they have any class. They just want to tell these jokes and they feel like they have a mouth to get it off. And that's what they do. Yeah, and, and so that's, that's not necessarily like necessarily something Will and Jada can control. But I will admit to you and also just kind of agree. If I realize mm-hmm. I'm at my tipping, if I realize this stuff really bothers, me, then I probably do need to scale back and stop watching social media. I do need to pick and choose what I allow into my atmosphere if I know that this is stuff that, even if it meant, I'm, all right, let me tell y'all one of these firm principles that somebody taught. They said, you can't be out teaching and trying to self-help other people until you have your own house in order. So if that means I got to change my job, if that means I got to stop being in public, I got to stop being in certain social circles, until I get my home in order, I can't keep putting myself and spending energy elsewhere. And that is sort of, I think, the accountability that goes into being a celebrity, too. It's like, exactly. you don't have to be a celebrity at all. Like, right. you can really that's just go choice. back to the mountains yeah. and, like, not right. deal with any of this. Stuff, if that's and where you're That's why Kanye went to Wyoming for a while. He was trying to get his life together, mm-hmm. right? Here's the thing. Yeah. Most of the talk came from that rare talk table and that whole entanglement situation with yeah. the rapper, the kid, the, the son's friend. August Alcena. Thank you. Yeah. That's my point. Like, they let that out. And where's her accountability right. for her actions and her well, behavior? Well, August and, let that out. They didn't oh, let that out. All right. Well, don't yeah, answer questions to it. it. No comment. Right. They I'm didn't have to address it. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, because the, when she addressed it, everybody was piling all heavy with Jada for her response to that situation. And so that's what he was hearing. That's the noise. It's so obvious. That's the noise. It could be more, but that's probably the biggest part of y'all going to stop talking about my wife, right? Keep her name out. Well, tell your wife, stop talking about, right? Don't put your business out there and people won't have anything to respond to. Right, and that was right. that was the well, position cool. most of y'all were in with. Yeah, this. that's a, I'm big yeah. on that. Like, right. I feel yeah. like she so, she put so, Will in a bad position. By hey, and that's the interesting thing is allegedly <laughs> it's going to be addressed on Red Table Talk unless they've scaled that back. And you know, but they did announce that they're going to talk about it, or she's going to talk about it. Somebody going to talk right. about it. People so. people are addicted to their egos, and yeah. and the people want to hear what other people think about them, so they can't stay away from listening. They can cut their TV off. They can cut their radio off. They can stop doing interviews. They don't have to hear from nobody. And guess what? They're still going to be doing far better than the average person in this nation. And they ain't going to want for nothing. They're allowing themselves to be in that position. So I have no, no pity, no sympathy, no empathy for any of it. At the end of the day, I judge the behaviors. And Will has to be accountable for what Will did. I don't care what tipping point. He might have wanted to go get the strap or whatever. That's okay. He's, he, he has a right to feel the way he felt about the joke regardless of it being in poor taste, which Will Packer did come back and clarify and say, um, Chris went off cuff. Ultimately, okay. you just don't do that. You just don't get on the stage and put your hands on somebody. That's just, to me, that was just a step too far, especially in that context. If he wanted to pull that man aside afterwards and address it, like yeah. Loft, like you say, look, look, man, I appreciate if you not tell any yeah. more jokes. That's where I'm at with you, Chris. We got to draw a line. I think the yelling, that way. the yelling he did where he said, yeah. keep my name white. That was him. enough. That, yeah. that to me is disruptive enough. Yeah. 
to make and a checking him. A point. I mm-hmm. honestly, I think Will comes out as a hero if that's all he does. And I yeah. actually think Chris Rock receives criticism. Like I think the tables yeah. are turned if Will yeah. does that. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was saying. You're probably man. right. Yep. Like even if he waited till after and addressed it, man. Like I think that there's a lot of room to make Chris look like the bad guy if it was done correctly, but. Yeah. yeah, if he'd have just stood up and said something, but it's uh, it's, it's real interesting, man. And it's the price of fame. You know, some of this stuff is, you know, uh, celebrities have been dealing with it forever. They kind of just open themselves up with social media and everything else. You know, uh, access is a lot more than it used to be, but it's, you know, yeah. the money and the fame that you get is the positives, but some of this is the negatives that you get well, where you're getting addressed. And one so, thing we got to do, though, we got to keep that same energy when it comes to violence retaliation being physical for everything mm-hmm. if it don't act like it's the end of the world because will slap somebody for in his mind defending the honor of his wife mm-hmm. but then you see men fighting over stepping on each other's shoes and that's okay well yeah. they men they, they just sample nah. it right you know they you fight and you get over it like don't nope. try to act like they yeah. not the same like and in the in the, in the in the words of uh one of my favorite stand-up comedians uh which is apropos in this moment um <laughs> Ain't nobody above an ass whooping. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> and that's where this thing hurts, man, because, again, that's the black Oscars, man. We still fight in that big um, um, apex predator, you know, that image that black men get that we, we can't solve any issues without violence, that everything is about, oh, you stepped on my shoe, we going to fight. You know, we finally hey, hey, get nonsense. a black award. And you know what happened, James? And that's what happened. And you know, and and uh, if you have, if y'all haven't read it, y'all should go read the Captain Kareem's article that he wrote on this. Yeah. And he specifically addressed that. Said a, a Fox reporter, I won't say her name, um, went online immediately and said, "This isn't the hood." Yeah, and his comment, yeah, and, I don't and, care and, about all that. But that's what I'm saying. But the analogy yeah, was so. So Kareem said, "So if Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise fought, would you say this not Rodero Drive? Like, what's the contrast exactly. to that?" Right. Right. Uh, so when you do that, that's that's exactly where people go. And we talk about implicit bias and how those things get perpetuated. Here yeah. it is right here. Yeah. But I don't, again, I don't again, maybe it's me, but I, I don't I don't care about doing anything for the approval of white people or the majority. Mm-hmm. We all have issues and dysfunctional behavior. The, the, the notion that, oh, well, here it is. We shouldn't have ever did no Oscars. That's black. The fact that we even got to fight for that says everything about the environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. not, and this is not beyond any other culture or anybody else for someone to lose their cool and get physical. It happened just in a space that, you know, obviously had the biggest stage and it's the Oscars and all that. But this whole notion of, well, it sets us back. Like, we got to stop saying that and worrying about that. Like, yeah. we are. It. But at the same time, like, it does, because it just makes it harder for the next guy. Like, again, for like a Will Smith or something, it's not an issue. And but that's like, the problem. But like if I'm a, again, implicit bias and everything else, if I want to have a get together or a party or something compared to somebody that's white, now I got to worry about security and like metal detectors and but all this that. Is what's the, this is the reality, the James. When Brad Pitt does do this, it's not going to be the end for him. Yeah, When Robert Downey Jr. gets high and smokes When Robert Downey Jr. smokes coke and becomes a crackhead and all that, it's not the end for him. So right. when they do it, they get grace and they can come back and restore themselves because we don't look at it as an indictment on their whole culture. You're yeah. picking out the double standard. Yeah, everyone acknowledges yeah. double standard exists, Loft, but that's the problem, though. 
The double standard exists. But the double standard existing doesn't mean it's a reasonable sort of thing to believe in and to buy into because you perpetuate that too. Right. When you when you care so much about being the, the, the sort of acceptable Negro, you perpetuating the same thing that you're fighting against. Come on, the behavior is wrong, period. Like mm-hmm. you, we just need to function and operate off that right there. Right, being right. invited back to yeah. the Oscars and all that stuff. Right. That they ain't invited us to when we was acting yeah. perfect. Right. So but, if you don't control <laughs> it, if we don't control anything, if we don't, if we don't have the power of it, then what are what are we fighting for then? What's the alternative? Then you ain't got to worry about it. You need to you need to uh put the image awards on the pedestal that you yep. put the Oscars on. Yeah. Right. But I so, also so in order that, to do it, you got you really have to stop supporting it then. You really, yeah. but that's I mean, not. Or but you th- just don't care. You don't but, care. But you don't. But that's like that's like asking athletes not to, you know, fight for the NFL championship, the Super Bowl. Like, not, not don't make that matter. Like, don't go to don't go to D one University. Go over to Deion Jackson State. Like, you're gonna do better over there just because. Like, yeah, with, yeah, with, I agree. With yeah, with you. With <laughs> this, no, no, that, there you go. <laughs> idea. That's what we working for. But yeah. but when we live in the same culture where capitalism is still king, you know what I'm saying? People want to go over where the money and the glitz and the shiny. And so just like cool. y'all know, if I win an Oscar, then if I put that on my resume, that means I got more access to better films, better opportunities, better studios. People yeah, you, you recognize and appreciate You win an Oscar whatever. and just get people to watch the show. Listen <laughs> to this show. But, no, not, not, not me specifically, <laughs> but that's, yeah. the, that's the idea. So speaking, of Kareem, so speaking of Kareem, Kareem mm. did all that. But he yeah. did not transform his personality to be right. the acceptable which, poster boy, best NBA player they wanted him to be. Which he is why they hate him. Name. And that's all like, <laughs> yeah, because so we that's do what I'm need, saying. We do need like a space where there is like um, this behavior gets addressed and it's just not just commonplace because coming from where we come from, like fighting is acceptable, man. Like I didn't realize until I got to like college. And and I saw like there's white people that never even been in a fight. And when you get to that level, like they're good with just yelling at each other. And I had uh, to kind of learn like, ah, oh, this is different. Like, man, and, and I mean, it depends yeah. on where you're from. And I went to college with way majority white people. Yeah, but it depends. The amount on where of you're drug from. use, the amount of alcohol, the right. amount of but fighting. But that's different that in their culture. But I'm weekend. just talking about our thing culturally. Like, and again, that's for them to deal with. Like. I feel like we still have to own our culture and and Absolutely. make sure that we have. And I'm not saying that we um, change who we are. Like Kareem did it the right way, but there still should be role models. And because it still is kids out there that look at this stuff and they're like, violence is the way to solve things. Yeah. And they go out and they commit these acts. And then, you know, they expect to have some sort of like, again, there's going to be empathy, but there's still going to be consequences. We, 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 gotta we, we ultimately the saying the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think what I'm, I guess the not the nuance is that I'm saying we have what I believe is a very moral, a very um, high standing, high expectation culture. Yeah. I think the dysfunction that we see oftentimes in a minority sense overshadows our Correct. general culture yes. because yeah. of the mm-hmm. culture we're in. The bad apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yes, and so that doesn't happen for the majority because it's strategic. They don't have to let that narrative run wild and be something that sort of they control the narratives but again as a minority in a culture like that you can oftentimes get very quickly sort of duped into believing that that is the better culture so let's emulate that right let's let's upstand let's like make ourselves look good to that standard when that standard could be unreasonable we might say to ourselves none of us should ever fight 
But they right. don't have to say that because they exactly. know that's, right. that's and that's just unreasonable, man. Yeah, it's just unreasonable. Yeah. The good thing is that there's still a lot of. I mean, we we bagging on Will and. You know, Will, Will seems like he's a good guy, man. I don't know him, but it seems like he is going to accept accountability for it and move forward. And Will will be back, man. Like yeah. actors and stuff have survived way worse stuff. If um, he wants to be. The, exactly. If he chooses to. Um, I just hope that whatever they got going through, they get addressed. But um, I think we hit on this for a minute, but We've we not actually hit. got some uh, Oscar, Oscar, additional Oscar news to get into. Um, this one is for Dane, especially. Because yeah. Dune, <laughs> Dune walked away from the Oscars with four awards. Now, and I'm not she, even mad at up it. the applause. <laughs> I'm not even mad at it because we all could look at Dune and just see how visually spectacular it was. I don't know why Dane. I don't know. I think even Jonathan no. likes Dune, man. <laughs> I didn't see. This is this is where things get misconstrued on this history. show. <laughs> no, this is where things get misconstrued on this show a lot. Anytime, and John has this problem as well. Anytime y'all overhype stuff, one of us, myself included, anytime we overhype stuff, one of us will start speaking to the hype being too much and it's not as good as y'all are saying. And then that automatically gets it translated into, oh, he hates this. Yeah, I didn't, I, I, I didn't like hate Doom. Issue, yeah, I yeah. feel like your only issue, if I recall, was really more so the white savior thing, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. For the that, most part. That bothered you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, was, but, that uh, was about 75. My, my claps percent. is back more directed at Kernan because he ain't thinking it did at all. He had a what? lot of issues with it. No, nah, no, nah, I was the one that I was the one that made yeah, the big Dane. fuss about it. I thought Jonathan it. actually it was, liked John, it. John, actually, I think you might have flip flopped oh. it. I think John's only <laughs> John's only issue oh, was okay, the white okay. savior thing. Okay, the white savior thing bothered me a lot, and John started joking about oh, Dane only hate this joke because the white savior. Dane only hate this joke because the white savior. <laughs> but I just felt, I just felt like it was, it the story left me wanting. Yeah. And if you look at the awards that they got, none of the awards were for storyline right. or no, writing I'm just, or I'm anything just like that. So, so at, <laughs> yeah, none of, the, none of the awards was for it being a great movie. <laughs> right. All yeah. of the awards was like, oh, it was visually beautiful. Right. Or the costumes, <laughs> the costumes were, great. were great. Yeah. And I was okay. That. I agree with all of that. <laughs> that was my biggest issue with Dune, but I just knew that this was part one of an overall saga. Now, I see, I didn't know that either. I would be upset yeah. if the second one didn't get greenlit. Like we anticipated, because it didn't <laughs> that do would be well. Hilarious. It was green. <laughs> it's greenlit now. They just won four, uh, four Oscars. It's greenlit now. Because this might surprise y'all, but I've watched a lot of shows, and a lot of them didn't make it to that second season, and yeah. they ended on a cliffhanger. And I never oh, got. Oh, that's the worst. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did James just say it might surprise us that he's watched a lot of shows? He did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, James, but uh, to be honest, to be uh as transparent as I as I can as a, a CW in training. I there's a, a show that to this day, if you bring up the name of that show, I still get hurt because of that same type of situation. <laughs> so I was like the the Black Donnellys. Ah, yeah. The Black that. Donnellys was <laughs> so good. And I wasn't was, in I was and I wasn't into so the back. Sopranos. So uh, for for me, because I after the first season, my HBO got turned off, so I ain't watch Sopranos no more. So, <laughs> so, 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 so to me, the Black Donnellys was something like I had never really seen before. I know a lot of people was like, oh, I was too close to the Sopranos. And the way that that first season ended, I was like, oh, y'all cannot stop right here. I like, so I need shows. more. 
Fox was notorious for canceling the show after like three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, I think I think Black Donnelly got seven, and then they dropped. It was thirteen that they made for the first season. They dropped the rest of the thirteen online, and I watched every one of them every yeah. week. Yeah, that was on NBC, right? <laughs> yeah, NBC. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Hey, and and also, man, and some Oscar news. This one is is very interesting because we've gone back and forth on both these movies, but the fan f- vote for the Oscars came in. And apparently, Army of the Dead beat <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home in the fan vote. And that's almost like a pick your poison for somebody in here. Because, uh, uh, Jonathan, now, if you had to choose fan vote, those are your two votes. Where you putting your money? No Way Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like Army of the Dead, man. I didn't love it. And, and on a second watch, yes, I've watched it twice. It's, it's a little bit more rough on the second watch. But... Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm su- I'm surprised at you, James. I I would have uh, thought you'd watch it four uh, times uh, by Army now. Army of the Dead should not even be mentioned. It shouldn't it's be crazy. Like it shouldn't even come up. Like it and, shouldn't even be a conversation that says. Do y'all know? Army and and this is my ignorance. What other um movies were in the running? I have no uh, idea. I but I, I'm just surprised. I, Army of the Dead. It not was, only wasn't was it, it on the top, but it was, it was something. It was a category, though. I thought it was like it was sort of like big moment. Like no, no, no. That wasn't the that wasn't the big moment category. Okay. This was what, this what was the fan vote. Just, just yeah. a fan vote. Yeah, yeah. That's film? But yeah, yeah, fan favorite. Yep. This fan was a favorite? fan favorite oh, okay. film. Yeah. And this is the thing: do they get was, Oscars now? Like real Oscars? This was now? their first. This was the first year they awarded an Oscar for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's corny, man. Yeah. yeah, man. Where was this when Infinity War was out there, man? Exactly. Actually <laughs> right. Endgame. Infinity War. Yeah. Malcolm X could have got. <laughs> come on, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Malcolm X wasn't winning that job. Denzel really, Denzel really went home with nothing, Slim. Like he really right. went home. That's crazy. As army of the dead, they about to get gold trophies in the middle. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, that, that is, and that's that not going to help us. Well, it's going to help me. It's not going to help y'all because that's only going to give Snyder the ability Snyder to make verse. additional movies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nep- that's going to give Netflix a bag too. <laughs> hey, real You're welcome, John. I don't know if y'all have seen the photos, and I actually forgot that this was in production. But Creed Three, uh, which is going to be directed by our boy Michael B, and actually starring uh, Kang, Kang himself. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it with the Kang, uh, Jonathan Majors. But some photos released, man, and and uh, Jonathan Majors is already in good shape. But my man got super swole for this joint like he at least the way the angle look he looked like almost wwe swole uh uh schwarzenegger levels so i don't know man somebody had a theory on who his role might be in this but did y'all <laughs> see the photos and what do y'all think and do y'all think i'm gonna add another thing do y'all think that this would is gonna play into his anticipated role in the mcu as kang uh, so no Oh, sorry. All right, let me. Let, let's let's. Are you silly. A variant. Yeah, buff Kang variant. <laughs> so so let me let me see if if anybody picks this up. Uh, what do you expect from the outcome of this movie? What was the proper reaction? Pain. Because <laughs> that's what Cl- that's what Club Elaine oh. said <laughs> when they asked him about the fight with Rocky. Because I promise you, this is gonna be Club Elaine nephew or something like that. <laughs> right. Is that what it is? Yeah. If it's Club Elaine's son, that's two on the nose because they already did Drago's son. Right. But Everybody if he like Club, yeah, if he if he Club Elaine nephew, it's like these writers are just lazy. 
much like much like Michael B though, they both pretty much fit dudes. Like yeah. you know, Jonathan Majors pretty ripped up on the normal, but they go to that extra level of putting yeah. more mass and muscle to look like you know what I mean Titans, so that when my, they're fighting, that, that that's impressive. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like Sylvester, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Apollo were like, yeah. Michael Michael that. B live his life like that now though. Yeah, because yeah. I mean we joked about it, but um, and it even really kind of shows in in the Batman. But we you know uh, <laughs> we were giving Pattinson so much headache for not actually right. jumping into the role. Like yeah. you know Jonathan Major stepped up and say, hey man, if I'm, I'm gonna have my shirt off next to Michael B, then I'm gonna make sure I take some of these supplements. And y'all can laugh way. at me. Point fingers at me all you want. If in part two he doesn't do that, I will concede. I'm just really <laughs> optimistic that he's going that this was by but, design. Like we're gonna be a skinny younger, you know what I'm saying? First, second year Batman. Hey, John, have you get progressively bigger? He he. I hope you're right no because Jonathan time. Majors is normally a skinny dude, even though he he cut up. He, he cut normally up, a skinnier yeah. dude. He's not yeah. skinny at all right, right. now. So right. we have evidence it could be done. So I hope you're right, love. <laughs> You know, and um, you gotta look like a Hulk next to Mike B to look yeah. like the villain. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. But you know, and, it, and I, it's so comical because apart from like Frank Bruno, no boxer ever looks that shredded. And right. That's like what? Deal, man. Well, Tyson. Nah, too. Tyson, Tyson, did. Tyson was more blocky. Man. Holyfield you know, did. Like, yeah, Holyfield. Well, Holyfield was yeah. ripped in this crowd. Yeah. But it okay, is hard because it is Holyfield. hard to keep that muscle and have good endurance, man. Because you know right, you gotta. Right. Right. All that lactic acid, man, you got to feed the muscles so you're right. quick, you got fast twitch, and you got explosion, but to go 12 rounds. Even off, uh, no. so, 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 James, you're just going to get all technical, and it was like, this is why, this is why I, I made comments about James ripping somebody's arm off. People. I got you, man. I went into the Jonathan Vortex. Jonathan, no, that's where he was going, man. He led me down the path, and I took the bait, man. Hey, well, we talk about not looking the part. Mandalorian season three has just finished, or season four, if you include Boba Fett, <laughs> who, who didn't necessarily look the part of the galaxy's greatest uh, bounty hunter. <laughs> but I guess for his age, they did. But uh, Mandalorian season three is wrapped. Well, I'm excited. I don't know when the release date is, but I think it is fall because we're going to get Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. In like May, so I think Yo, they be knocking these Mandalorian seasons out. They do, hey, and hey, right, we still ain't get Stranger Things. Set <laughs> and green. Yo, you know, they but, knock these Mandalorian seasons out. They, get, they, get, in, they get in and they get out. Green screen, it just makes it a lot obvious. better, I, man. I feel Very like obvious. they, I feel like they must have taped Mandalorian when they was taping uh, the. The Boba, Boba Fett, Fett joint, yeah, yeah, they they had to tape some of it together because this this is you right, Lost. This joint fast as I don't know what. Yeah, like I'm like I'm you really know, I, I appreciate it down that though. It was Gina Carano. They was like, all right, she's done. Let's go ahead and just <laughs> knock her <laughs> knees out. <laughs> she had scheduling man, conflicts. No, no defensive ends in this uh, season because that's oh, probably what it is for like a Stranger <laughs> Things man. All these other kids are doing movies which are very similar to Stranger Things. Anyway. Ghostbusters, <laughs> right? They all Stranger <laughs> Things in the movies, but. You know, they're all working. Well, not all of them, but most of them yeah, have other, sense. you know, so the trying one. to bring the cast together because it's such a, uh, you know, large cast. But yeah. speaking about casting, oh, dang, I said speaking of, go ahead and uh, <laughs> anybody doing <laughs> the a, drinking game, a, <laughs> go ahead, take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Studios is reportedly casting an actress uh, to play a black or Latina transgender character for Ironheart. Um, and also interesting enough in it, um, they're not saying who that who who's going to play that part, but 
uh, Ryan Coogler is also reportedly involved with the development of Ironheart for the Disney Plus series. So that gives me hope. I think it's probably part of his overall deal that we discussed. Yeah, he got six shows. Yeah. But uh, what do you think about those two things and how excited are you for Ryan Coogler to be uh, part of Ironheart, which I'm excited for. I like the character. I mean, I, I've said this before, like the whole sexual orientation thing is just like kind of feel like you just passed that point. Like I get it. You do like I know we're in an age now where you, you want to try to seek authenticity to give roles to the people that you're representing. So I think they have to say that. But I think the fact that this is news is what is sort of like the thing where I think we're past that. Like just announcing it as if this right. is something new is like, all right, <laughs> just go cast them and, then. Like, right. And all right. Like yeah. if that's the person or the role you need, like we're not going to see Marvel Studios is reportedly casting an Asian person with a disability, like, right. or or we might, but I just think like, all right, we passed that point now. It's right. not and really I, like And news. I can't figure it out. I don't know if they're just trying to get, like the media is intentionally trying to get people triggered, or is this like something that the studios oh, right. are trying to do to kind of be like, hey, nah, we're good. Just, just, just so you know, we're still, yeah, but- you know, keeping diversity or a little of both. But I feel like the media, like you said, it's not a story at this point anymore. You yeah, know especially when the inclusion. Especially when it doesn't seem like from any reports that's out there that this is a main character or like a villain or, yeah, yeah. you know, anybody worth of note. So right. it's like, why, why do y'all have to announce this? Exactly. Because yeah. the way <laughs> I see it, and I'm just guessing, but she's in school. She's a young, like, it's real easy to have one of her she friends. She's going to be in college. Or, uh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Somebody that's right. in one of her classes. It's just like. Right. If there was a story behind the sexual orientation having an impact on a character that maybe traditionally, right. you know, it made sense to sort of speak to why that's significant. Yeah. yeah. Like make those stories come out exactly. as news and help us understand and get excited about this sort of like view of this character. But if it's just that you're casting this type of person, I just think, you know, yeah, we, 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 we don't, don't even know that. We, we don't need a, a forewarning for that. Just, That's where just I cast it, put it in the show. If, if they had decided to make Riri transgender, I'd have been in That's why I thought they were going, going at first. Down with elbows, it, yeah. like, now I'm in the Disney yeah. lot. Like, I'm coming in. Don't like, because, again, man, I know people get used to their um, image of what the characters and stuff should be, but man, at least give us a shot. That's kind of was my issues with T'Challa being um, kind of like removed potentially from the mcu was like man we just got this character that i like so much let us have right. it like all right yeah, i'm right. good like we've seen superman in the traditional fashion multiple times so if you make him a black superman or bad superman or superman red sun i'm open to other variations but when we still haven't seen the reread that we got from the comic books yet right but right what i am glad though is that coogler's involved like having somebody like that as a kind of a feige within the Feige, yeah, and to kind of give it authenticity, man. I know Loft brought it up a lot with Riri, like you know, she's from Chicago. Like I think he can make her realistic as to what a young, smart, you know, MIT version of somebody from Chicago that could kind of yeah. pull that off, where she's gonna have like Jordans uh, on, yeah. Or, yeah. like maybe even speak some of the issues in Chicago with gang violence and stuff like that, and how she got out of it, but. I trust Coogler to kind of make it seem authentic, like and within in his hands or somebody that he deems um, capable enough. Like I trust that process. Yeah, I think in these series, the storytelling element, which I think Mm -hmm. Coogler has proven he's so good at, uh, is more important with the Disney Plus stuff. 
than it is to have yeah. someone who can carry out the cinema, um, the, the cinematography, or you know, the, the 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 computer graphics and special effects. Like I feel like the story driven elements are more important on these series. And you know, I think, but after seeing a few of these by now, I think hopefully Marvel sees that that's what's going to make these shows good and make people sort of keep coming back because they're not giving us a whole lot of fighting. <laughs> they're not giving right. us a whole lot of special effects. So exactly. Speaking of not giving us what we need, and, and this man, full disclosure, because I actually went to see this movie, but the MCU <laughs> Vulture, for punishment. The MCU Vulture changed um in the Sony changed over to the Sony verse after No Way Home, according to the uh, uh Morbius director. And Morbius is 17% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 69% Ooh. audience score. But it's real obvious and no spoilers. I, I know John gets on me for that, and I'm sure y'all are all gonna see it. But oh no, no, you can spoil this. It's pretty <laughs> obvious <laughs> that they shoehorned in. The ending was so bad. Um, who was it, man? Well, with the vulture. <laughs> well, no, they still didn't give us like who exactly the Spider-Man is gonna be. Basically, okay. at the end, they shoehorned in the vulture. He gets plopped out of the universe, much like Venom. He was in his jail cell. He pops mm-hmm. up in another jail cell in this uh, dimension or um, universe that Morbius is in. And mm-hmm. then at the end, they meet up and like, um, thanks for meeting me. We need to discuss this Spider-Man. And then it like ends. <laughs> oh my God. It, but man. it's interesting enough, the movie that's overall what they did. Me, yeah. That, and that's oh what made God. it terrible. Like if they didn't have those end credits in there where they shoehorned it in, it still wouldn't have been a great movie, um, but it's not as bad as like 17%. I don't think it's 69. I think it's probably like a 60 if I had to rate it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> which, which, means is a John, which means it's a John 30. Got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a typical like vampire, like the fly. Like it took a bunch of different tropes that you've seen um, with an experiment gone wrong. It basically was the fly, but it wasn't this bad. Like, Venom to me was much worse. Venom too. Oh, okay. so for them to be acting like this is so much worse than Venom, I never get it with the critics. And the same thing with like a Wonder Woman or an Aquaman. Like it's a Birds of Prey. There's a lot of bad movies out there that somehow got higher ratings. Like this is bad. Well, Venom is something what of a different, bad. unique character. You doing yeah. vampire story is like been done a hundred times. So it's right. gonna fall a little bit more. And that's kind of what it was. It kind of was yeah. like a cliche vampire movie. So if you which did, makes me which makes me say to Sony, like, why did you even think this was right. a good idea? <laughs> if you I knew, on we knew that you could make a good movie, but chances are you're not. Yeah. More and chances I almost feel bad more for of a, Jared Leto because his performance wasn't bad. Again, it was it was what it was because yeah. you know uh, the script gave him uh, what he you know all he could do, but wasn't the worst movie in the world man like they sometimes with these movies man uh i, I think that like you said maybe it, it was because it was a previous vampire thing and i still <laughs> hey, but i'm gonna just go lay it out because y'all probably ain't gonna watch it We're for the next two years no i'm gonna watch it but, but ain't nothing you gonna say make me mad or it was hard to even understand exactly what his powers as a vampire were it is like he would move very quickly and there would be like almost like a trail behind him. Like, I don't, it almost looked uh, like he was teleporting, like Nightcrawler yeah, did. Yeah. Or was he moving so fast? There was like a speed. Like, they never explained really none of his powers. Like, some of the stuff just kind of popped up. And it wasn't the traditional Morbius powers from the comic book. So they kind of just took umbrage with it. But 
So let me, and it was, and just so y'all know, Tyrese mm-hmm. pops up as an FBI agent. Oh, I seen him in the trailer, and it gets so cliche. That like, was it's another a lot red of flag. Like y'all gonna watch it? <laughs> Tyrese like, is a red flag. Keep yeah. saying y'all gonna watch it. Y'all not gonna watch. Who's y'all? No, I'm gonna watch Kinda it. Some um, of the stuff that Jonathan hates, like the you know racking the slot. It was a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, the hearing of the Sony. racking without the actual racking of the gun. Yeah, the, the typical Sony stuff that was like, uh, you could predict exactly how each scene was going to be. You knew who the bad guy ultimately was going to end up being. And you knew that it was going to kind of, it kind of just ended as well. Like it ended and then it was like, hey, he's coming into the <laughs> into the MCU. So listen here, so listen here. So we, because we've had this conversation and Lav trying to, oh no, that don't make sense. They, we know, we, we know Marvel's doing it. The actual <laughs> Marvel Studios is doing such a better job. Why would they hand over Tom Holland if Sony knows that they can just not do the work and get the money, why is Sony doing this work? Do work. If Sony they knows they, the they money. do garbage movies, why would they not go in and hand this back over? Hand the keys back over to Marvel. Give them their properties back. What? what is, that wasn't what Andrew you were saying. Garfield, you were saying difference. What I'm saying is they're so are, arrogant, they're gonna do it. They're gonna take and mess with Spider-Man. And I was like, no, they're yeah. not. They know their limitations. That's why they gonna stay in this lane. But why even do this? What I'm saying is, so these poor audience scores Mm -hmm. hurts their ability for rewatch, meaning that part two of Morbius, you have fewer people willing to pay the ticket over. But if you sell it to Marvel and let them do it, because you know Marvel does it better, then don't you stand to make as much, if not more money, with a a better deal, rather than you keeping it in-house? Why? Why would it so- depends on how much they got to share. Know. I, think, how I think Sony, Sony needs to get out of the Spider-Man movie business. <laughs> like they can, I think you know, with oh, PlayStation, no, they can make, they can Sony keep making too, video right? games. They doing really well. The with that. But the movie rights, they need to give Marvel a number and say, "Look, man, give us five billion, whatever they think Spider-Man yeah. is worth on cinematic, and and just get it to get out of that business." Like all this doing these little special characters and having this little fringe arrangement with Marvel that renews every couple of years, they've proven they can't do nothing with this. <laughs> Just get out and let 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 that property have a home. Here's the question though. Even if they were willing to do that, mm-hmm. is Marvel Studios willing to pay that money? Because, because all you gotta do is wait. If they if they're at that point. Then Marvel might be like, well, they're not going to make another movie. Let's just wait these five years for the contract to expire. And it's, it's a free, it's That's back. The thing. Sony never does it. They keep making they keep making a new movie. And it yeah. renews it. Same thing that Fox was doing with Fantastic Four. Right. And then Fox finally just, then, then Disney just said, we're going to buy you. Right. Right. Maybe that's what Disney going to do. <laughs> Disney just right. going to keep accumulating, because they printing money at yeah. right. So Disney going to say, gonna buy Sony. hey, Sony, we just going to buy you. I, that ultimately is what they need to do. Like Sony needs yeah. to just either sell the rights or just come up with like a permanent deal and, you know, uh, reno- renegotiate after 10 years, five years, where it's like we get this much percentage, whether it's 40 percent, 30 percent of all, you know, box office proceeds or whatever or whatever amount. I guess they're doing so much streaming now, but whatever overall proceeds to allow Marvel to do the characters and then just move on because. They clearly don't know what they're doing. They're taking good characters. Like, there's no reason that Venom, and even, and I don't know why they picked Morbius. <laughs> That's the other issue. Remember, they wanted to do like Silver Sable and Black yeah. Cat. They really just they, don't they know do, what They don't doing. know what to do. Hey, <laughs> Sony, make me a Morbius flash. I'll buy hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will buy that. 
Stop right. making movies, man. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Man. Like they made re- that Resident Evil reboot and stuff too. Like they just might not be good at movie making overall. <laughs> James, nobody, nobody history. watched that Resident Evil reboot but you, bro. I did. I, did. I'm just oh. like, I had hey. to see it because I was like, they finally doing it right. Let me check yeah. it out. I ain't paying Morbius for it. was better. Now, what does have me excited is the Netflix. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, uh, Resident Evil version. But How many Resident Evil versions? Anyway, um, <laughs> if, if I'm Andrew Garfield, because I'm assuming that's the one they're bringing over, I'm I'm really disappointed right now. Because I'm like, y'all about to bring me into this flopping universe, and I what? agree to come back to do this yep. because, like, of, because of no what we home. happen in, with No yeah. Way Home. And yeah. I'm thinking I'm riding that momentum, and now yeah. y'all kill right. me. He's like, I finally yeah, redeemed myself from yeah. Spider-Man right. 2. Yeah. I'm riding the momentum of an Oscar yeah, the, nomination, and y'all just going to bring had, me into this. Had them real, had them real tears in No Way Home. <laughs> He's like, "Are you okay?" So my man, eyes was watering for real. Like, right, it's about to be all bad. Yes. But, uh, more casting news, real quick. Um, Kevin Bacon rumored to uh, be filming a scene for the upcoming uh, Guardians film. They don't say what role, and it just says upcoming film. Like I assume the Christmas one is done, so I, I guess it's going to be three. Yeah, that, that's, that's my assumption. But the Christmas joint uh, might make sense because it's animated, and he could just be doing voice work. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, animated. I, mean, I might wait, be wrong. Yeah, it, wait, I'm, I, I get my actors confused. Is is Kevin Bacon not the same guy that's in uh in uh Dark Moon no, Knight? No, who's that? Not. <laughs> who's that? That's hey, Ethan. Who's that's, that's Ethan Hawke. That's Ethan Hawke, okay. Yeah, that's Ethan Hawke and Moon Knight. <laughs> On a training day, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 When, I, when, when I saw him too, when I saw this news, I was like, hold up, Mo- oh no, that's not him. I did the same thing. Wait a minute, so which which one was in the Marvel uh, universe that played the dude that was sort of like Magneto that they jacked his power all up? The, yeah, the that's, first, him. that's Kevin Bacon. That's, that's Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, okay. first class right. don't count no more. First class, right. okay. That's, that was yeah. Fox. I got you. That's the same movie, uh, Universe Oscar Isaac. Moon Knight was yeah, in yeah, yeah, Apocalypse. Same universal apocalypse. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so we're we're moving on. We don't care about <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need to be doing with Netflix. <laughs> hey, this one kind of got me excited, man. Uh the, no, the Top didn't. Gun trailer. No, it didn't. And, and, and uh, I actually like the trailer, but I it did too. really looks like cliche 1980s nostalgia. But that's kind of what I liked about it. It does it's so familiar. You but know what didn't feel familiar, new. James? You know what didn't feel familiar? A good bad Where's guy. the fighting? Where the bad guys? <laughs> Where the fighting? He just he just out there training them. Y'all go that good. There was some explosions. 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 Uh-huh. Up until the last three quarters of the film, yeah, where some, some emergency, some yeah. sort of mission comes up, and, and they're like, they "Are you ready? It. Yeah, all right, this yeah, is what we've been training for." What and I then that's gonna be the is, uh, fight. What's my man's name? That was Goose. uh, yeah, uh, not was it Goose's son? Goose's son? Yeah, yeah, Goose's son. Um, mm-hmm. is my man from uh, uh, he was the Reed Richards in the <laughs> yeah. Fantastic Four reboot. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor. And I thought it was. Um, interesting that they had that dynamic, but um, it's funny because we talked about Creed. It seemed like that's the way to go. Like when you had these movies, like man, just have some sort of relationship and make it the son. But 
Um, I just wanted to touch on that. No, nah, that was you. You set it up perfectly. That's what this movie is. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like let's. How can we bring this back a familiar property, and we end up going to see a lot of the same tropes and stuff that we've always seen. I guarantee but, you, Goose's son is going to be the best one, but he's going to have anger issues and resentment. Right. Yeah, and then oh, so they pulling this yep. straight from the eighties. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> But this, tra- but they've been running trailers for this Top Gun film for like three years, dog. Like, really well, that's just because the pandemic. They trying to get the some. Yeah. Some people have said let's shelve it till we can actually capitalize on the money. Yeah, and I think this was one of those films where they just yeah. said, "Man, we're gonna hold it till we can actually get bread off of it." Yeah, okay. and, and I think it's gonna do well. Yeah, I actually miss the 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 the, the fighter. Um, what is it called? The uh, the jet fighter movie. Like we don't oh, see yeah. those. Nah. It's, it's, I mean, we do so much drones now. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. drones, and like we were in the uh, conflict in the in the Middle East for so long. Like it didn't really require us to have, you know. Yo, John, uh, if that's the enemy, a bunch of drones, I'm gonna yeah. be I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> it's it's got to be the Russians, right? Yeah. I want other fighters. Asian. Yeah, I want other fighters. But that's the thing. That's a sensitive thing. You are gonna make a right. country sort of have this conflict and make them the villain. It's exactly. an American thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. God, but it's, it's gonna be drones. It's gonna be drones. Dang. Yeah. I need somebody <laughs> to tell me when they make like Call of Duty games and they be playing other countries. And they play the same version of ours. So they like literally be yeah. like their own <laughs> killing themselves. Right. <laughs> But right now, everybody's so mad at Putin. It's the perfect time if the Russians are the bad guys. Yeah, to, to throw it in there yeah, now. But this will be like three, three years I know. old. Yeah. Right. Damn, uh, man, it's gonna be drone. I know, man. Yeah. It's some sad news though. My boy Bruce Willis, um, apparently is retiring from acting, um, after he was diagnosed with aphasia. Now you say it, man. Mm-hmm. They ain't corrected yeah. me earlier, but it's aphasia. a condition that can cause the loss of the ability to understand or express speech. Which mm-hmm. is key in what he does um, as an actor, but it's kind of some uh, on a sad note because Bruce has always been my boy, um, you know, especially as the John McClane character. My boy Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to have his career end in this way, and I almost wonder if that's potentially why, because he was doing a lot of, um, um, like, I don't even know if they call it straight to DVD anymore, but straight to streaming. Straight to Netflix. Where it seemed yeah, like he was yeah. cashing in on some checks. But right. I wonder if it was because he knew he had like an exit date. Like, man, I got to get out before my condition oh, okay. worsens. Let me stack some bread and then, you know, leave with some money in my pocket. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's sad news, man. I mean, you know, he's definitely one of the icons from acting and Hollywood uh, that we actually grew up on. You know, he was an right. action hero for us, but not just an action hero. He was yeah. the normal guy that became right. an action hero. Yeah. Yeah. He had the muscles. So about Bruce. you know what I mean? He but, didn't hey. walk through a film picking up telephone pole boots and throwing yep. them at people. He literally got hurt and injured. Walk through the movie, yeah. You know what I mean? Getting and let's, mm-hmm. choking and about honesty, it, man. Let's just just throw to it real quick, man, because we ain't gonna spend a lot of time on it, and we up against the clock. Because I definitely want to talk about Moon Knight, but outside of uh John McClane, because that's probably gonna be everybody's number one. Who else did y'all like in uh Bruce Willis's um character of? Uh, roles that he played over over the time of his career that you think stacks up there with McClane? Um, I'm mm. going to... The first one that pops out in my mind when I think about it is probably because how eclectic the movie was. It's uh, Corbin Dallas from The Fifth yeah. Element. Co- Co- Corbin, my man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. not... It, it's I mean, he really is the straight guy in the movie. 
mm-hmm. in in a world that has so much crazy stuff and so many crazy characters moving around him, so many crazy mm-hmm. pieces moving around him. But he stands out in that movie. He's just he real solid in that joint, and it, it's a really enjoyable movie. Anybody who's ever watched it, you start off like, man, what the hell am I watching? (laughs) And then by the end of that joint, you be like, man, y'all need to watch this joint. Yeah, Like like the joint is is very well done. And and a lot of people wanted him to revisit that character, but you, you can't capture that lightning in a bottle again. And it's wild because a lot of his characters were kind of like that. He didn't have like a lot of repeat, like, characters yeah. where he had a franchise from it because um, there's a couple that I like yeah, that's true. Um, just because they were kind of based off like you know sci-fi and stuff like that like I liked John Hartigan in Sin City uh, like like he didn't have yeah. a big role mm-hmm. in the movie because it was kind of an ensemble cast but I always liked his segment of the comic books in the um, actual comic book that I read so when I saw Bruce Willis portray it he did a really good job with it Mm-hmm. You know what Bruce Willis, the thing with him is, he didn't come into the game like on fire. He was yeah. actually doing soap operas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And Moon then he did, the, then he got Moonlighting. Yeah. Yes. That's where he blew and, up. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Die Hard just propelled him into a different atmosphere yeah. or stratosphere. And I think he kind of got typecast at first. So yeah. he was doing these action movies, you know what I mean, that were like yeah. the, the 48 hour type. I'm a yep. cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just run them. What's stuff, the uh man. what's the what's the comedy joint? Um get not Death, get shorty. Death cop comedy? out. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, my no, that's no, my no. John. That John is hilarious. The cop out joint? No, <laughs> Death Becomes Her. Death the Becomes Her. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. While Dane's yeah. thinking about it, man, Twelve Monkeys was one of my uh Bruce Willis joints too, man. That was so over the top. I like a good like time travel, uh apocalyptic future kind of movie and uh brad pitt kind of stole the show in it because of his character was so off the rails but bruce did a good job in 12 monkeys man that's one of my movies that i like nobody yeah, gonna I, say six cents i was gonna say last boy scout oh yeah that was my joint i that can't even mine, remember what man. his character's name was in that right joint, that's so the thing about him though. most of his characters you don't remember yeah. them he just but you remember the movie yeah, the whole, you remember like, the movie. So the 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 character I'm talking, the movie I'm talking about is the whole nine yards. Oh, he was really yeah, he was really yeah. good in that joint too. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, I actually it's a, a guilty pleasure, but the Looper joint they yeah. just called him Joe. But yeah, I really, yeah. I really like Looper. Like Looper, man. Yeah. That was a good... Man, Jonathan, you ain't gonna say uh, Tears of the Sun wasn't that your joint? <laughs> right, I was last, about to say. I thought that was the first joint he was gonna week, say. Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, that's the I, first time. You know what? That is funny enough. Like everybody knows Navy SEALs now, but I didn't know what a Navy SEAL was. I don't think until I watched Tears of the Sun. Tears of the Sun. <laughs> and of course, you know uh, who was it? Um, Charlie Sheen did a joint way. Yeah, yeah. Got called yeah. Into a terrible film. But you <laughs> know, I mean, you just. But I love that as a kid too. I, I did too. Did. I, I, I would have. I would have never watched Tears of the Sun if not for John. Yeah, like yeah. like he watched that joint, and I think every time we talked for the next six months, he was like, "Nah, I'm telling you, you need to watch this joint." <laughs> yeah, I thought off rip he was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. But James, since you mentioned, uh, you know, the M Night Shyamalan films that he was in, like David Dunn is the, the character that stood out to me, and that is one yes, of the sir. few roles that he yeah. sort of reprised in a sequel. So mm-hmm. that just always stuck out to me. I not, you know, I, I kind of associate them the same because it's the M Night Bruce Willis right. connection. Yeah, uh, and, and I love them in those. Which, which so, honestly, which one's the best one? <laughs> we know it ain't Glass. 
It's nah, John it ain't McClain. Glass. It's John McClain, man. Yeah, no, 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 no. We no, say unbreakable. Other than John McClain, we other than John McClain. It's, it's probably Unbreakable or Split. Um, because I, I think Split I mean, was probably the most entertaining of the all three I, of them. But I, I liked I, Unbreakable. I think I. I related to Unbreakable a little more because that joint was almost like reading a comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Split as a movie was probably a better movie, but it wasn't because of Bruce Willis. It was because of McAvoy. Exactly. McAvoy murdered that joint. Right? Wasn't he only at the bar then? Oh, yeah, you're right. Y'all think about the last joint. Yeah, Glass. Glass Glass. is a joint, yeah. So it gotta be Unbreakable. But it's interesting, though, because you brought up Split. And that'll bring us in. We can wrap up Bruce, man, like, um, and, and kind of get into the Moon Knight review. But that's the perfect segue right there because we have a character that's very similar to that villain in Split mm-hmm. that is suffering from uh, multiple personality disorder. And I hope I'm not mischaracterizing Associative that. identity disorder. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I knew that one of y'all would square me away there. But uh, what y'all think of Moon Knight um, first episode? Excellent. Excellent. I told y'all. Let me go first because I usually y'all usually expecting something different from <laughs> No, I told no, I told him I said this is the one time we're gonna get some positivity out yep, of John. I, like. I just man, I just want I just it, want y'all and the listeners taking it, back, to, taking it back to Will. This is that moment in Bad Boys, and I'm like, that's how you drive. Right, I, I just want people to acknowledge what I'm saying. You can when you get something refreshing and good, and something that's very novel and different from what you've already got repetitively over and over and over. You can you can feel it, and it and what's so interesting about it is, we really didn't get a whole lot of action, right? What you got was a good actor letting you fill out the blanks in your mind what it yeah. what occurred, which to me was far more in. in Interesting than anything they could have showed me on screen. Like, cause right. now yeah. all I got is, well, okay, it could have been cool, but yeah. his faces, uh, Oscar Isaac did such man, a good job with his he faces, a beast. man. He a beast. Man, he's yeah. Except really, for as Apocalypse. That ain't even his accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's stupid. Like, that ain't even his accent. He sounded so British. I was like, yeah. yeah. Is he so cool? authentic, he's man? And, and and he's he's selling it for me and he's making me beat far more intrigued and in trying to anticipate what is happening, mm-hmm. what goes on from, and we, when we talk about this series, we're going to have to talk about the objective reality, right? The one that I guess we're, we're seeing, seeing as a viewer, yeah. right? What we think is supposedly actually occurring. I, 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 go ahead. All right. And so I, I immediately I was taken aback and uh, I mean, it's not that we haven't seen something similar to this before. Obviously this is fight club, right? They, they pull in directly from fight club, which yeah. It's an absolute overplay on dissociative identity disorder, people. Like, nobody's going to be Tyler Dirt. It's not that extreme. But to the to the degree that it, you make it fun and interesting, like, they really did a good job of that. And I like how it's almost like a, Oscar Isaac is a detective in his own story trying to figure out well, what the hell is going on. You know, he's going through all of these hurdles of chaining himself to the bed and putting tape on the door, only to not realize that his one of his alternative egos, or, excuse me, personalities, can go right back and put another piece of tape up and ch- <laughs> chain himself and know the combinations and know how to hide things and cut everything off. And so I think like it is just it's uh, it's such a, a a breath of fresh air, man. Seeing something completely different and seeing a really really great actor on screen selling something for us and I, and it really makes a whole hell of a lot of difference. Best Marvel best episode of any Marvel show we've seen so far, and I'm banking that this will be the best Marvel 
uh, uh, Marvel Disney Plus. That one episode thing. you think one is episode. better than every episode ever, of any show we've seen? Anything, else. <laughs> anything <laughs> else, period. And here we go with the down. overplay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now and even the action like it wasn't a lot of it but when they did it like that car scene was fun like when he was yeah, like that was cool. know, running that away was from them shooting at him and they got mm-hmm. into the cult with uh our boy Kevin Bacon <laughs> 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 but you know he just don't. even seeing that that there's this like um alternative god and and you know part of me wishes that I didn't know the character of Moon Knight right because right. this would be so much more fun. It would be more I surprising. Really know yeah. what was going on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things I think that I've heard, and I, I, I am one of those people. I don't know Moon Knight, and so for me, this is fresh, and I, I'm enjoying that part of it because there's very few Marvel properties that I get to do that with. But just seeing from what I heard, don't isn't Mark Spector the the primary personality, but he's more like a mercenary in personality. And right. then he turns into Moon Knight and other people. And this mm-hmm. way, he's like a bumbling fool that works in. The, but that's not Mark I mean? Spector. That's right. uh, no, I understand. Oh, okay. but, I, but I'm saying that contrast of yeah. this guy who works in the gift shop and like really is like kitty and like kind of goofy and talks right. to himself. Mm-hmm. And that contrast to actually being like Moon Knight, I thought was a good choice by Marvel. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to if he was just like this, you know, collected Mar like mercenary dude. Yeah. Or, you know, and then turns into if he if he already tight and exactly. then turn the moon night, right? Right. It's not that far of a stretch. Right. But I, I'm <laughs> curious how this character will, if they ever do decide to have him interact with other people, whether he's going to be, you know, sort of this personality and how that'll play. To me, it's gonna come off like comedic most of the time. That, yeah. So they do have some comedic moments in the comics with some oh, of his okay. personality. It's like okay. almost in a sense that you would think of a Deadpool at times. So they, so it's in essence, he could have another personality oh, sort of materialized yeah, yeah. I'm in, in the objective reality. Yes. 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 Right. And okay. he actually in the comics, he has two more, you know, yeah. well, okay. I mean, if you count we'll Mr. Probably Mr. Knight as uh, yeah. another personality, but we'll probably see okay. at least one more because right. it's the three main ones um, that usually are in the comics. I mean, like, I ain't even think and about Dane that. Knows it oh, you right, deep. John. This joint just got more potential. Because uh, yeah, there was one, one. Uh, storyline where he thought he was Wolverine and he was Spider-Man and like, there's all types of stuff. Yeah, see, I, I don't, I actually don't know Moon Knight as well as you do, James. Uh, okay, this this yeah. one, you probably know a lot better than me. I know yeah. Moon Knight more from crossovers. I didn't actually read any of his books myself. Yeah. And really, he is kind of like, again, street-level dude. <laughs> but I knew that was coming up. Hand-to-hand fighting with Daredevil and stuff. But again, what makes it interesting is these um, personalities that he has. And traditionally, Stephen Grant is kind of like a Wall Street businessman, kind of corporate type. Mm-hmm. Um, and it that is the driving personality. So they changed okay. that a little bit. And then, yeah. of course, um, uh, Mark Spector, who is the original Moon Knight that actually went to the um, Egyptian temple and was um, granted the, the fist of Kenoshu and became, yeah. you know, got these Moon Knight powers. And then there's uh, Jake Lockley, who apparently is one of the worst, like the most brutal, but he kind of was like a taxi driver, um, mm. uh, New York City, like tough guy, like almost like a mobster. Got so it. he was more brutal where, you know, Mark Spector was a professional, um, you know, uh, military person where this guy was kind of like a thug. So those were the main three. So I'm curious to see if they pop up. And then eventually he becomes like Mr. Knight, where he always has on the Moon Knight outfit, but he wears like a white suit, almost like mm-hmm. Mr. Fix-It. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of like... Well, they, 
I think they definitely gonna do Mr. Knight because if you look at some of the posters, they already showing yeah, him they with, already the, showing with him. the suit on and all yeah. that. Yeah. Because like it just looks cool shadow. too. But yeah. And um, they what y'all think of the voice? I like the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've heard they so did a far. good job. Yeah. And it's I thought it was Liam Neeson at first because yep. it sounds like when Liam used to do the dragon voice. Oh um, yeah. And uh, uh but then I looked it up and saw it was a different actor. And it's you talking and about the narrator, funny. the narrator, the, the one this, who's this bubbling fool. Yeah, and I thought it was better done again. We have Venom, <laughs> <laughs> right? But much better done with that voiceover. And you know, a lot of people like Venom and that back and forth because it, it kind of was funny, but I didn't necessarily like the voice as much as I like. Yeah, that's a good, good comparison. How'd y'all feel about the, the, the so we didn't see the violence, it would just show so us I, the I, aftermath. So, so I went, cool. I went into the show excited to see some real action. And then before I started, when I was starting the show, I was like, hold up. I'm not going to see Moon Knight this first episode. And I just had to tell myself, you're not going to see Moon Knight. Don't get upset that you don't see Moon Knight. So then I was okay. And then then the way they did it ended up being really cool because you you leave it up to the imagination. But I really was like, oh man, finally a show that's going to have somebody getting busy yeah. And then I had to I had to calm myself down. So I, I just can't wait till now. It looked like in episode two, maybe three, we yeah. really gonna get to see him get some work I, in. I, this was another show that kind of like winning time left me wishing I could just watch the next couple episodes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. James, like, James ah. hold up. So that is my one critique of this is one of two things. They either should have made this a movie. Or they should have dropped all of these at one time. Yeah, this is man, really one you want to binge through. And yeah. Get finished. Uh, Can I tomorrow, ask a question? Please. Y'all gotta help me. Mm-hmm. Is he is 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 this a supernatural god that's creating something that happens to him? Or wait, wait, is... don't don't answer that. But well, I think you might. Spo- are you are you? Is it going to spoil anything to answer that? No, nah, because it's spoiler? funny because this is kind of like one of those like one of the things I really liked about Total Recall when I watched it is at the end of the movie you always had that debate like was he really in recall or did he actually lose his mind in the thing so we mm. really honestly sometimes even in the comic book it goes back and forth like is he oh. just crazy and this is all in his head right. or is he really a superhero mm. in the fist of kenoshu so it's well that it's wasn't be... my question oh, about okay. whether this is happening or mm. not i'm uh-huh. asking is are mummy wraps coming out of him because of supernatural ability of the god and he, wrapping him up and he really looks like moon knight if i were to look on a camera or is he just still looking like Steven and just doing what Moon Knight is actually? Oh, doing? is that is the mummy rap and stuff in the right. cape just in right. his mind? Yeah. Right. And I think it all goes back to like, is it in his mind or is it not? I think if I had to guess for this, I'd say it's real because we're in the yeah. MCU and he's yeah. going to ultimately probably interact with other superheroes. Yeah. But we, it'd be yeah. funny if he wasn't like they're like, <laughs> he thinks he has a suit on again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, that um, that would be hilarious if he took like and, was spinning his cape, but like yep. he really didn't have and one. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe I'm overlooking it. I haven't really like read any of the spoiler type stuff about it or like synopsises and and, and guesses for what's going to happen. But like y'all know that um um Amit the the um god that is ultimately going to be the villain. Um, she's kind of like the the eater of the dead. When you go, your your yeah. sins get judged, and if you're a bad person, they get to, she gets to eat your soul. But she looks like an alligator, like a big. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, in the phone, the he picture. keeps saying like he thinks he's talking to his mom, but he keeps saying later skaters. Like it makes right. me wonder, uh, like is he talking to her? Is he talking to Kenoshu? Is he leaving messages for Mark? But he's leaving messages for somebody. But 
his mom don't never answer. <laughs> right. And for him to be saying later skaters, it just seemed like, man, what are they up to with this? Or is it just a coincidence? Because he did it multiple times. Like that's yeah, and, his and when when he answered Mark Spector's phone and the woman was on the other side and he was like, Who who is this? Why are you calling me Mark? And she yeah. just went silent. I was like, okay, so does she know what's going on? Yeah. Like right. does she does she realize that there's a, a two identities in this body or? yeah nah. nah probably not because you know and, and we'll see man if it's anything like the comic like you know mark has these issues and he has these breaks and he's got these characters to deal with what he's going through so he probably made this everyday regular guy that just was into egyptian um history yeah so he could kind of mm. you know Stay isolate in. himself from uh, all the, the headache that he's going through but he yeah, still could have let my man go on a date though I know, yeah, man. But I guess she was a funny. Yeah. yeah, he had to get the spirit, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sorry, man. Hey, gotta... <laughs> so bad for my boy, man. Yeah, <laughs> overall, man, I really liked it, man. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing. That. And was it this one drops Wednesday, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's something else that drops Thursday, and I'm like, man, that's too long. Maybe it's Atlanta. But it's like Atlanta, man, like, Atlanta, oh, and Bella. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, so that's uh, what you think about it, Dane, in general. Like you, oh no, I I loved it. I thought it was okay. a great. I can't wait to see what's happening next. I, I have the same feelings about it. I I don't know that I would go on out there as far as to say this is the best single episode of any show that the MCU has <laughs> dropped. But mm-hmm. I I definitely what's enjoy. But in the top five. Yeah, it, it'll be in top five. Yeah, okay. it'll be in top. I mean, you, we we all know that I'm not putting the first three episodes of Wandavision. In that <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, towards the end of Wandavision, uh, the middle of Loki, or yeah. maybe the end, the, the end of Loki, the last couple of episodes of Loki, and then it would probably be a um a episode or two of the uh, the animated joint, the What yeah. If joint. Yeah. The one criticism I have of this one is I'm curious to see Moon Knight, like Moon Knight, because he looked a little bit CGI ish. When yeah. they actually showed him, but it's a minor, oh, he's going a minor to, hiccup. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I think uh, ultimately, it looks like the character. I just hope that they he looks a little more realistic when they when they do it for real. But I don't you know, think you. Made I think Boba Fett with pu- puppets and everything else. Yeah. So you know, I'm willing I, to take that minor slight. You might have to live with that CGI because I think they're making him. CGI to the point where he can transition between show and movie. Movie, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I just thinking about the scenes and stuff. I think I answered my own question. There's really no way anybody else saw Moon Knight. Like he just looks like himself to everybody else uh, when he's doing those blackout. Mm-hmm. What they could do, I guess, is they could transition to the where there is a point where that be, that manifestation does become real. But yeah, but it, in those blackouts at him and them being able to recognize him. Yeah, like when he looked out the window and he was just like wake, waking up, they just immediately start shooting at him. Like so, they or know he's just yeah, the only but, person that's off property. It wasn't like they was in the middle of the city. He don't he don't belong. And he, and he, he could have been going stealth. He could have been not like just because he becomes Mark Spector doesn't mean he turns into Moon Knight. The personality of Mark Spector can take over the body and not right. automatically turn into Moon Knight. So he could have just been going incognito as Mark Spector doing that stuff, and he still has the ability to authentically pull that Moon Knight outfit. Right. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, what I was saying was, and, and, and that makes more sense, but log, you throw logic to the wind when something don't fit. If you know you having someone break into something, I don't care what I said. heard the description was. If yeah. this person is out of place, I'm going to start shooting at them. 
And I think I'm saying that could be the case as well. So just because he jumped out the window as Moon Knight and then woke up without the rappings, if we know that guy's not a part of our team and someone broke, jumped out the window and directly in that spot, then I'm only led to assume. Yeah, that's that. not logic. Because if I see somebody in a white hooded suit with a cape and then I look out a window and it's a regular dude, I'm not just going to automatically be like, oh, that's him. Yeah. He, he hesitated. I, I'm going to be looking for a weird other dude. And the guy was like, what you doing? Like, just right. shoot. Like, I don't know that they yeah. even saw him, though. He, he, right. I'm saying they might have got a radio more, call. Or more evidence that what Dane is saying is that yeah. the personality could be, taken, could be taken on as yes. a different person. Yeah. But that that person is not always Moon Knight. So they're right. not seeing that. Right. They are seeing a different version of him. Um, I'm curious about him actually looking like Moon Knight in reality, in objective reality. I follow. Yeah. That's going to ever happen. I follow, but it could also be bad writing. And then you can pick that apart later. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. It could, that yeah, could be the yeah, case. We'll see. <laughs> I, I took it like Dane because in, in, the, in the comics, he does, like, he is actually Mark Spector, like, with yeah, that yeah. same face and, and Yeah, body. the phone calls like, kind of set that up. That yeah. He's living that life, too. Right. Yeah, yeah and I mean, Mark Spector, the one that set up the date with the, the girl. <laughs> yeah, right. So. I know my man ordered a steak. Well, <laughs> uh, the best cut too. Mark, Mark Spector <laughs> is probably the the majority of his lifestyle, right? In a way where this character is completely oblivious to that. This way. this character just got to go to work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if it follows the comic book yep. canon, yeah. So like Mark Spector is like you, Lof, like main character, right, lived right. the life most of it, and then these other personalities came up along the way so i think a big part of the reason that they did it that way is i think we're gonna have an episode where we just see mark specter yeah yeah and and show how he got that's what i'm I'm hoping i'm hoping they go back and do the mark specter side of what we saw yeah that would be vicious yeah it would be yeah oh and there was an easter egg too that I, i did recognize um the statue that he was talking to at the end and he took like pictures with it uh-huh. That there, there's a dude named Crowley that's like his boy, like kind of one of his like confidants that he has. That that was actually like that statue was him. Like I'm oh, sure he's not it. gonna be in the show, but that was probably like an Easter egg for people to read okay. the book. It wasn't a statue; that was a real person, by the way. Yeah, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, that was one of the dudes who gets money. So, so that was Crowley. So I wonder if he's gonna actually see. I thought it was a statue. No, no that probably. wasn't a statue. <laughs> no, no, that was a human being. So I wonder if he's actually going to be like. Probably you know, not. it's going to come out that that was, you know, one of his boys and he was kind of watching them like. Probably you know, not. That's just a guy he confides in. Cause yeah, he's, uh, probably. Yeah, probably a nod, <laughs> nice little <laughs> nod. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But yeah, man, that's that's all I got, man. I think we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. You can follow the BCU on Apple, Spotify, and please follow us on the IG. Uh, Stitcher. Peace out. Are we on Stitcher or something like that too? Now? Are we on Stitcher too, man? I don't even Stitcher. have Stitcher. So if anybody has I Stitcher, no Stitcher y'all, I know, right? But anybody <laughs> listening to us on Stitcher, you can find us there as well. Um, thanks for listening and peace. peace. Later. <laughs>